1: You are now listening to TBL on silverandblackpride.com This play used to be run Brown with Hunter Ruggs and we got Darren Waller on the choice route, Hunter Ripper on the shallow. But I want you guys to watch Tyron Matthew here, okay?
0: You you see the ball is out here. He's breaking on the ball. I think if he got a little closer.
1: Everybody, we are back. It is Tape, Don't Lie. It's your favorite Raiders podcast, favorite Raiders channel, favorite Raiders breakdowns. We are back. You guys already know what to do. Hit the subscribe button. It's your first time here checking this out on YouTube. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit the like button if you like it. Hit the dislike button if you dislike it. You guys already know what to do. Leave a comment if you want to leave a comment. Hey, leave a comment if you dislike it too, if you dislike the show. And you already know what to do. Check out Manscaped.com. That's the promo. That's the sponsorship. Twenty percent off plus free shipping. I know Christmas is already over, but maybe you got a birthday coming up. You never know. So go ahead and check that out for Manscape.com, and then go ahead and follow me and BD at Beauty williams 18 and at the Mark John NFL. So the Raiders win ugly again. Two ugly wins in a row. This is like this is some December football type of stuff we're seeing here. This is this is interesting. Some just December football looking type of plays here. Uh 17 to 13. Uh, you know, Josh Debo now has to tweet that Derek Carr is 24 and 15 with uh 20 wins. Uh, to, uh the the Raiders defense holds a team under 20 points or less. So uh <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he had 23 and 16 loaded up just in case. But uh it's now 24 and 15. So now uh you know the Raiders Raiders defense really played the, uh I think their best game of the season. I don't know if your opinion BD uh I, I know you're gonna say it's probably Drew Locke and maybe yeah. some of that but I still think you know it, it was a confidence builder when they got the ball and it was 17 to 13 especially yeah. after the fourth and two where they gave up that play and then they got a stop and they forced in the point I think that was huge I think it was a huge for the defense's uh, confidence going forward because you know you know let Nick Mullins go right down the field you know that has to hurt I don't care what it says you let yeah. me go right down the field right so I, I think that's a confidence builder so that's why I feel like it was their best performance. I think the offense, the, the, the offense looked like they just, you know, they just looked like a blooper reel half the game, and then looked really good half the game. So, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. So defense obviously
0: played well. Okay, here, here we go. We got a comment. It's that's kind of <laughs> one of the reasons. Okay. Yeah. Shout out! Shout out! Okay, that's one of the reasons. But yeah, don't take not, not taking anything away from it. I'm gonna have fun watching. Uh, the defense and, you know, putting the, together the cut-ups, trust me, I'm going to be probably ragging a lot on Drew Rock, Drew Locke, too, so I'm excited <laughs> about that. Yeah. Uh, uh, and side note, it's really funny. You showed me that tweet from that Broncos beat reporter, right? Uh-huh. Or, or I don't know what website he wrote, He writes for, but anyways, uh-huh. uh, he was talking about how Drew Locke is going to – should be able to carve up the Raiders' defense or something like that. Yeah. And he showed, yeah. like, a graph. <laughs> like that should, means anything right uh because you, know, you know man, you know you're on the tape don't lie added. you're on the tape don't lie but we, we don't care about graphs around here okay so he thought Drew Locke was gonna carve up the Raiders defense I thought that was hilarious I, I got I got a I got a funny tweet I'm about to fire off a little later on after we get off this uh so yeah so that's a side note but what I'm most impressed about okay yeah is the way this team ran the ball today mm-hmm. I think there's a little bit of pressure, especially after that fumble from Josh Jacobs. What yeah. did we see him start doing? We saw saw him pressing the line of scrimmage with his shoulders square. And instead of bouncing, cutbacks. And cutbacks are effective in the inside zone scheme. Bouncing is not effective, right? And it's so funny because Tiki Barber, he was like, oh, he missed that hole. And he needs to stay square. And he needs, you know what I'm saying? Everything yeah. that you've been saying about Josh Jacobs all year, Tiki Barber, broke down for the people you know if you're watching uh if you were watching the broadcast and you watched taped online i'm sure you were like okay yeah that's what uh you know uh marcus has been saying all year about josh jacobs but you know kind of after that fumble i think he got more disciplined yeah got more efficient okay and mm-hmm. look the proof's in the pudding because we he, he has all of the physical traits that you need to play running back okay that's yeah. just about some nuance of the game and i think sometimes you need that wake-up call right uh, to be like, okay, there's a fire underneath me. paint bars about to start t- stealing my touches because I'm, I'm losing the ball here. Let me, you know, stay focused. So hopefully, you know, we see that from Josh Jacobs for the rest of the year. Uh, I mean, that's easily the
1: best game, you know, he's had in a long, long time, as long as I can remember, honestly. Probably since the Browns game last year, you know, or the Browns and the Chargers games. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what happened at halftime, but he woke up. Um, I mean, I think he stopped trying to play hero and just kind of just hit the holes, you know, get that ball going. I, I don't know. I don't know what happened at halftime, but he came out a, a man possessed a little bit and he ran the ball like crazy. You know what I mean? And, you know, he, he still had the ball security mean He still fumbled again. He still got took that ball away. And after that fumble the second time, you know, it, it's, it's um, uh, you know, he started, you know, you know, putting two hands on the ball, making sure he's, he's getting it going. Because, I mean, a lot of it is his ball security, man. He's just having the ball. He's loafing it. He's, he's running like this. And he's bouncing off his knee, man. I mean, you, I mean, you play for the Raiders, man. You, you can't be running the ball with one hand. It's going to bounce off of the knee. This <laughs> is the uniform you got sometimes. So you got to be secure. you got to be disciplined. And I I think that, you know, once he's doing that, because you watch Peyton Barber. Every time Peyton Barber comes in the game, he gets like eight yards. Because that's what I was talking about. I don't think this run blocking is that bad. And I've been trying to say that for weeks. I don't think they're really run blocking that bad. They get a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, you know, mess from whatever analytics or whatever people want to put out there. But I think it was more about just Jacobs just trusting it because every time Peyton Barber comes in there, bro, uh, you know, just goes right through him. You know what I mean? Just goes right through him, and he gets eight or eight or nine yards every single time. And I think that's kind of shows Jacobs what he needs to do. And, and you know, every time Barber comes in there, and Jacob comes in, he starts trusting a little bit, and he gets some more yards. So. Yeah, if the Raiders can run the ball, it's going to be a great because I mean that's every team's weakness that they're, they're playing the next couple weeks. So, right. I mean, it's kind of like the money ball approach right
0: now in football. Yeah, defenses are really good against the pass. Probably not as good as they have been, you know, just historically against, uh, you know, against the run. But um, yeah, I think this this offense definitely needs the run game to start stepping up and, and getting back there. I think that that has actually maybe. Gives them yeah. a chance. Can we talk about playoffs? Should we talk about playoffs? You
1: know, like mathematically.
0: It's, I mean, to be honest, to be honest,
1: I mean, the Chargers game might be the bigger game, um, because it all depends on what the Chargers do in the next couple of weeks. You know, um, they're free falling. They're free falling too, and they got the Broncos next week. And, you know, <laughs> Broncos do play good defense. With no, no, nobody, to talk about, but um the broncos play good defense because this yeah. colts game is going to be tough man it's <laughs> i mean th- th- that's Chargers just can't game.
0: run the ball like the right just did right
1: yeah you know and 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 the colts game is gonna be tough man I, that's gonna be a tough one for me yeah <laughs> right. i don't know that that, that coaching because that, that's like that might be like a coaching staff game you know what i mean so that's next week um, right yeah it's next week so
0: colts uh, are the decimated game, with yeah. the covid mm-hmm. right um so i mean that helps the raiders chances a little bit there i mean colts if they're healthy that's one of the hardest teams to beat in football right now but they do have this rash of covid Uh happening okay they're going to be without uh darius leonard Mm -hmm. among maybe perhaps others so it's definitely um maybe a little brighter of a perspective but i still uh, i agree with you super nervous about that that's a really good team um you know and the Raiders, if we're being quite honest, if we're talking about, look, look, at that team. Look at the way that the offense gave the ball away. Okay. Yeah. Against a playoff caliber team, <laughs> they get blown out like forty-one their game. Yes, exactly. So yeah, you know, so that's what I'm a little worried about going up against the Colts next week. Like, if they're like, no, we are going into the playoffs here. We're not losing out because of COVID, and they come you know, and play like they can. I don't, I don't know if the Raiders have shown so far that they can compete with that. So.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, and and just speaking of the offense, I I think the offense, you know, even Derek Carr itself, you know what I mean? Like, you know, somebody's asking why he's fumbling. And the reason why he's fumbling is because he's, he's trying to make plays. And, you know, like that third and sixth play, I mean, you just got to get rid of the damn football. You know what I mean? Like you got to manage the game. I mean, the way these games are playing, your defense is playing better. You know you have to trust defense and i really feel like the offense is still playing like they don't trust them like why are we calling these super deep shots on 36 when you got drew locked and your defense is controlling the game you know like when you, when you when you watch bill belichick and some of these other coordinators you know and they have a they have a, a game feel okay and you know you know they're preaching to the quarterback too like what what the game feel too like what's happening what needs to be what needs to happen you know he, he can't be trying to to duck uh past a uh you know a sack just take the damn sack if you have to you know what i mean like it's right. it's it's you, you can't you you can't give them that momentum with you trying to make a play because one you're not a playmaker too like you know i said this on my little pocket awareness when i rank quarterbacks like bro just be yourself who cares about what these other people are saying about you i don't care if you check it down right there get rid of the ball right there throw it somebody's feet i don't care it's third and six is get the damn game. You know what I mean? Like play quarterback, manage the damn game. You ain't got to be a playmaker. You can't break tackles. You're not Deshaun Watson. You're not Russell Wilson. You're Derek Carr play from the pocket, bro. Just throw it but throw the damn ball. Check it down. It's okay. Like, who cares? Let's just win these games. Like, I don't, I don't care like how you win it. I don't care what your stats are. I don't care what these people think. If you're not throwing it deep, you're not hitting Deshaun Jackson. I don't know. I'm going to say this. I don't give a fuck. Like check the ball down, get rid of the football, and like, and let the ball go. Like, I'm serious, man. Like, manage the game. Like, that's what a quarterback uh, do. But anyway, sorry, I had to go on the ramp. Sorry. I was <laughs> so, Lost me. out Ever all. since that fumble, ever yeah. since that fumble has been bothering me. So I wanted to say that. But go ahead.
0: The, yeah, the fumble, the fumble was his worst play, obviously. the. Um, by the way, we lost out on any chance of, of uh, monetizing this YouTube video. Thank you, Marcus. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, um, <laughs> I got to find it and bleep it. No, I'm just kidding. I don't care. Um, I go ahead. but, uh, the, the really what I'm, what I'm worried about, wait, I just lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. I just, I just wanted to make that joke mostly, but, uh, I, I forget what I was going to go ahead and follow up with that. Go ahead. Um, here, here's something that we could also switch gears and talk about as well. Um, head coaching mm-hmm.
1: candidates going
0: forward. What do you think?
1: You have any any in mind? Oh, for me, for head coaching candidates. Um, you know this is not crazy. I'm kinda I'm kinda looking at Pete Carroll a little bit. I'm looking at Pete Carroll. You think he's on the way out? Uh I think they're gonna choose Russell Wilson over him. Okay. I mean that, that, I mean that's what it, I mean Russell Wilson's a uh a, a near Hall of Fame quarterback. They're gonna choose a quarterback over the coach. That's why would, right. why would they move on from the quarterback when they they just have a losing season. So Pete Carroll, somebody I'm looking at, which I mean I know that sounds old guy, but I mean he he is a type of uh, <laughs> he's, he he's a prepared guy. You know what I mean? Like I don't know what they would do with him, but it's just somebody that I'm just keeping an eye on because I think that wouldn't be that would be like that's the safe hire is Pete Carroll. That's a safe one, right? Um, but I'm keeping an eye on him. What happens with them and the Russell Wilson? Uh, some other ones.
0: I would like, be so he,
1: upset if Pete Carroll came because that means Gus Bradley would stay guaranteed. <laughs> but um, maybe he ta- maybe he taught Gus Bradley into being indifferent because Pete Carroll's not doing the yeah, cover three simple true. thing. He'd be like, Gus, l- l- let's get to 2021. We, we got to play a little bit more too high than we- we'd we like to. I know right. I know what we'd like to do, but I think he'd get to Gus a little bit, right? Um, What
0: about Doug Peterson? Because my thing with been. Doug Peterson – is he's going to have a fresh approach? He, pro- he proved that throughout Philly, you know, his time in Philly. Like they did uh, fun stuff. They had a lot of uh, groundbreaking scheme, at least in their Super Bowl run. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that he would be, um, you know, kind of took took a year off in football. He'd be able to hit the ground running. Maybe already has a staff ready to go. So, what do you think about Doug Peterson?
1: I don't like. I don't like how Doug Peterson, Doug Peterson handled Carson Wentz. I don't like that. I don't like how he handled the quarterback, so that's why I don't like him. Because uh, Um, there's there's a lot of
0: I I don't know because because just watching
1: Frank Reich on Hard Knocks, I'm telling you, I'm just watching Frank Reich on Hard Knocks, and then hear how Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson used to go at it. I think you know there's something to that. So I don't know how he handled the quarterback a lot. You know, I I think you got to be you know a little bit, especially with you know a head case like a Carson Wentz type of guy, who's probably just you know he's not really (laughs) he's just kind of out there. you got to handle him with some better leadership. And that's why I think like Frank or somebody like Frank Reich is handling Carson Wentz and he's performing better um, with him than he did with Doug Peterson. So that's why I'm worried about Doug. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Because, you know, it's, any quarterback, yeah. it, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't, I don't like how Doug handled Carson. I don't like it. You know? I mean, that's your quarterback. You got to try to figure out something. You, you got to work it out. You know what I mean? Like that, you guys, you paid a lot of money. You're working out. You're working with him. I don't know. Yeah. but. Yeah. But, you know, you know, another secret guy, too, you know, that I really like that would be a crazy hire that, you know, me and you like is somebody like Patrick Graham or someone like that. That'd be a crazy hire.
0: Well, um, I mean, I, I haven't heard about his name at all. And, you know, yeah, So we'll see about that.
1: As long but as it's not a college guy. As long as it's not a college guy, I'm cool. Jim Harbaugh is Jim yeah. the only college guy. That's it. Because he's yeah. like a Pete Carroll type of thing where he was in NFL and he was and then, successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, he yeah, went yeah. to college and he was successful and he comes back. So I see people talking about, Jim Harbaugh a lot, but I would be cool with Jim Harbaugh. I would then, be, I would be cool. Because Dick Fangio's getting fired. Let's 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 keep it real, guys. Which is also a great thing for us. Pasaccio, Pisaccia, yeah. Dick Fangio's getting fired. Oh, you're saying? Oh, okay, yeah. So <laughs> he
0: is right. He's gonna get fired, right? He's not gonna. You want what? You want someone from his staff? You want to poach someone? You want him, saying? right? Don't you want to, to, to DC as a defensive coordinator? Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: he'd be yeah better than a head coach for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, bro. What <laughs> Harbaugh? And Fangio, I'm a, I'm all right, I'm cool. I'm all right. <laughs> I'll be all right. Okay, I
0: see what you're saying. I like that. And yeah, it, you know, you have that benefit because Brad, Bradley has except for the against the uh Chiefs unfortunately, but Bradley has shown you know against the Broncos going in like he can game plan against, you know, the interdivision rivals like he, had, he and he had used to have a really good record, but yeah. it's because of that familiarity within the conference. Staying within the AFC West, Vic Fangio, he'd already have – I mean, he'd be able to hit the current running. He'd have to change up some uh, scheme, but Trayvon Merritt would be a
1: star awesome. in a Vic Fangio defense. <laughs> I was going to say, this is a big game for me because the Raiders beat the Broncos and Vic Fangio is getting fired, so I'm excited about that. That means he's going to be a free agent because he's going to be – you know you know, every team's going to be coming after him. I'm sure Brandon Staley might even try to come after him. Brandon Staley might try to bring him in because they, they suck on defense right now. So Brandon Staley is like, hey, man, like, come help out my defense. He might try to do that. You know, Brandon, that, that's right. going to be a war. It's going to be a war for Vic Fangio. There really is. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, if, if you can get Jim Harba, you know what I mean? And Harba, that gives you a more, a bigger factor. Because Fangio, I mean, everybody wants to run his defense right now. So since everybody wants to run his defense, he's he's the originator. And he's evolving. Yeah. He's still evolving. He's still getting better, too. Even at his old age, man, yeah, he's going to be – he's, he's going to make a lot of money, I think. I mean, I, if I was him, I would be yeah. like hey, – hey. yeah. If Vic, <laughs> if Vic Fangio is
0: the defensive coordinator, I'm going to have to, like – I don't know. I'm going to have to be in the lab researching every playbook from all time to figure out how to chart <laughs> from like that defense. From like
1: 2012 to now. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh! It's so
1: much volume. It's incredible the amount oh, of things man. that he does back there. That's why um, I'm 100 yeah. cool like Harba. because I know I know what would come with it. I know Har, you know Harbaugh's going to put a a, a a good staff together too. You know that he's going to have good connections. People like him. Um, he's gonna he always has good coaching staffs. I mean, even you know even the coaching staff he, he had um, at Niners, they had Tom Sula as the defensive line coach. Tom Sula's was an awesome defensive line coach. He got Vic Fangio's at DC. So, Har- Harbor would be a good coach, a good pickup, you know. But, you know, Michigan might give him 13 million if he, he does some. Yeah. It's, it, right
0: now, it looks like it's pretty comparable. And, you know, that being his alma mater might be tough to, you know, pull him away. If not, and pro- I mean, Michigan could probably match whatever offer he gets from the NFL, to be quite honest with you. We're seeing some I'm of these, some, seeing some of the things that we're, these guys are getting paid right now in college ball. is crazy. The other thing is, I saw a report. I might be wrong. I'll, I'll try to search for it on Twitter right now that um, Todd Bowles is going to be
1: interviewed for the uh, coach. Oh, don't, don't listen to Jason
0: and Okay, okay, okay. When I, when I was
1: at Raiders Wire um, and Jason and for used to put something out, we, wouldn't, we weren't allowed to use it. So it tells you anything. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, I don't know. Who knows? He, you know, a lot of these guys, they hear their sources from like a, a drink at the bar. I, I learned that from going to the Senior Bowl. <laughs> the drink in right. the bar sports guys so, I've, so heard, says, I've heard some crazy stuff like i've TV heard some crazy stuff at the senior bowl trust me i've heard craziness okay. that never happened from your favorite twitter guys I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna say their names but for your favorite ones but uh, <laughs> uh um That's but funny. yeah but yeah you know who knows but hopefully i, I, I don't i am not really a fan of this coaching staff i i don't like the I, you know just, just, from the offensive standpoint, I'm, I'm going to keep to the offensive standpoint. This game was basically kind of the same thing that I saw last game. Okay, so the offense is doing well. We got some good red zone, right? We did good in the red zone early on, right? We got some good drives. We got some. We're converting on third down. We're moving the football, right? And and then, and then we decide that we want to start start to take people's heads off. Right. I don't know what that, you know, I know Greg Olson, his career, he's been aggressive. Like if you go, if you go look at the the top um, quarterbacks who've had the most explosive plays in the season, like they're all Greg Olson quarterbacks. Right. But so so he's always aggressive. And I think at times you can't call double scissors when you're just you, this game field, man. It's seven to three. They weren't doing anything. And then, you, then, and then when you, you turn the ball over, you give a team life. You know, I don't know. It, it's you just have to. They're also game. struggling to find their identity. Like, all of a sudden, now they can run the ball,
0: like, for the first time, you know, since, you know, Peyton Barber had that big game earlier on on in the season. So, that's got to be difficult for Olsen to try to figure out, like, okay, how does my – how should my play calling work when, you know, some things are working, some things are not. Um, but, I mean, he did – give him some credit here, Greg Olsen. Yeah, I, those, I know that. Those in-breaking some of these in-breaking things across the middle from, like, the second to, like, the third quarters – or clutch mm-hmm. okay yeah. like it was it was some really good it was scheming and finding the the rule breakers right yeah uh and i think they did a great job you're gonna have a lot of fun going back through it i i feel like because a lot of things seem to be open and usually that is not the case against his defense uh so he must have been doing some things good obviously there's turnovers that really yeah. hurt this but mm-hmm. in uh, absent turnovers let's just talk about this absent turnovers okay yeah the Broncos did not score a single point. Yeah. Right. So all of their, all of their points came off of turnovers. This very well could have been like 24 to three or something like that. that, That's what I'm
1: saying. But you know, that's basically what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about game feel, right? Like if, 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 if if you have, if you have that type of defense and you're playing that type of way, right. You need to come back and make sure your offense complements that. And just win the game like i don't know i know i know i know we want to see them take take the top off the the, the defense you want to see them go over the top and and burn people but when it's third and six man and you're up 14 to 13 maybe you should call like uh, some a, a dragon call slant flat you know maybe you call that type of play and, and maybe it's conservative right it's a conservative play call but maybe you just hit the flat and then guy breaks the tackle you get six or maybe then you go for it on fourth down right it's it's is that you don't have to call the, the whatever they call that play where Derek Carr taking a seven step drop and you got a bad offensive line. You know what I mean? Like, come on. So, yep. yeah, I agree. I think that
0: complementary football is something that this team is lacking at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. You know, the way that the offense plays for large stretches of the game when it's holding on to the ball, trying to find the shots, like you're saying, downfield yeah you would you would think that this defense is like peeling their ears back and getting a whole bunch of uh turnovers and taking you know chances no, but this defense is like really conservative right yeah but then the offense is aggressive so it's like okay, wait, pick one you know like you have to have identity as a team yeah. Uh because like like you're saying it's gonna it's what's gonna happen is it's gonna bite you in the foot when all of a sudden like the aggressiveness doesn't pay off on offense because the defense exactly. is not built built to handle sudden change and, you know, and, and all that. So I think this team is struggling at this point, week 16 to find an identity for themselves, which is a terrible look, but understandable because of all the things that have happened. Right. Exactly. Uh, So far this year. But I mean, that's just really sucks. Especially when the Raiders are currently in the hunt. There's, you know, uh hope mathematical hope for the Raiders to make the playoffs. And I know that a lot of people want it right now. Here's here are who I think are going to make the playoffs: Chiefs, okay. Bills, okay. Pats, Titans, Colts, Bengals, and then I have the Ravens. But obviously, it depends on if Lamar Jackson gets back. Chargers and Raiders would be the next up, depending on if the Ravens just
1: completely. Oh man, I just, I throw this really off. Team. Um, I mean, it's Ra- going to be. Ra- I, think, the, I think it's going it, it, it to come down. to It doesn't even matter if the Raiders beat the playoffs. If the Raiders beat the Chargers, man. I'm going off, bro. I can't. I can't. <laughs> that they better if they the charges better win that game for every for everybody, right? Because I've been i I've on been waiting. My I'm, I'm waiting. I don't know. I might I might wait till after year three. I might wait, but uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh,
0: they they were I mean, I, just... <laughs> the charges carved the charges carved us up, but they've been playing a lot. I,
1: I know. I know. Playing. But I know. The, uh, it, it, it's it, the division it, stuff.
0: It, don't don't get too ahead of yourself. The division stuff, you
1: never know how that stuff turns out. I, that's, I, that know, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I that just stuff. it just you know uh yeah. And, anyways, uh anything else you want to talk about, man? You want to go through some of these comments here? Okay, yeah, let's uh let's go through
0: some of the comments. If we if someone asks a question, we can
1: answer some of that stuff right now for, the, for some of the people. I, I, I do want to say the defense has not been good the past 10 weeks. So I don't know why people don't say that on that. Don't say that in the comments because that's not true.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the defense has been okay,
1: <laughs> right?
0: Yeah. yeah, that's, that's a better way of putting it, right? Yeah. Uh, someone had a question I saw earlier, um, also shout outs, okay, for the donation. Appreciate you, bro. Um, he's asking who would be the OC if Harbaugh and Fangio were the defensive coordinators.
1: That's interesting. Uh, right. you know,
0: right. head uh, coach defense
1: coordinator. Um, you know, you know, I know he's a good, you know, good with uh working with you know the offenses. I would say like I know Pep Hamilton is uh kind of related to uh John Harbaugh. So I know Pep Hamilton's a good coach. He did a lot of great work with uh Justin Herbert, helped that de- development with him. He really, really got him ready for the for the NFL and got him ready for games and worked in his footwork and really helped him learn how to, you know. Play, play the quarterback and to how he's playing right now. You know, I, I give Herbert a lot of crap just because he's a Charters guy. But, you know, um, but I, I still, you know, he still reads the field well. And that's a lot, a lot of that has to do with Pep Hamilton being his quarterback coach. And I think that's somebody that could be a good OC, whether, you know, whatever they do in the offseason, you know. He can come in and he can, you know, coach coach quarterbacks well. And you know, they can, you know, it's gonna be Harvard's offense. Let's keep it real. I mean, Harbaugh's gonna have a lot to do with the offense. I mean, he's he's kind of yeah. like an offensive coordinator himself, right? So right. he's gonna have a lot to do with what they want to do on the offense. So when he comes in there, he's gonna have a lot of he's gonna be hands-on there. So, you know, you need somebody like Pep Hamilton that can that can work with your quarterback. And I think that's that'd be a good OC, in my opinion.
0: All right, here, here's another one for you, Marcus.
1: Okay. Thoughts on the uh,
0: offensive line from the second half.
1: Yeah, you know, I really can't – I I really can't wait to watch it because, you know, I, I really feel like they, they kind of finally got their – kind of their recognition of what they've been doing for weeks, in my opinion. I, I really feel like there's been so many yards left on the field. Sometimes you just got to get those tough three or four. You know, we hear Tiki Barber talking about that. I, I just don't think they're getting blown up like they were, you know, week five, right? They weren't getting blo- – they're not getting blown up anymore. They're, they're, they're getting kind of a little bit of a – they're not getting – so – you gotta look at it like this way, okay? When you're when you when your when uh offensive linemen are, are run blocking, if they are not getting too much push, right? It's okay, right? You could still find a way to get three or four yards if they're not getting a lot of push. It's when they're getting blown up. That's the problem. Right. Right. Um and, and um it's it's the problem that you know that comes with that is them getting blown up like that, right? I mean, they can't get blown up. Um they they can't blow blocks. If they're not blowing blocks, then you're okay. The running back needs to make it happen. If your team's not blowing blocks, I don't care what you're saying. You you have to find a way. There's little creases you can find to get three or four or five yards, right? And when they do end up winning on some blocks, then you can get the the 16, the 20s that you want to get. So I really feel like they have improved every week with the run game. I I just think for some reason Josh Jacobs didn't trust them, or you know it got to a certain point where he thought he could make every single play. He just gotta you know he's gotta hit those holes, and you know that's why you see Peyton Barber every time he touches the ball, you know, yards. So
0: um here, here's another one um they're asking about the performance tonight um you know there was two plays on the broadcast where i think it was obvious what the responsibility was one was just a standard cover three and mm-hmm. um they had a play action so his eyes got a little dirty i think he didn't get to his landmark well enough he kind of you know came too far over towards probably it was probably like an outside zone play action or something like that just based mm-hmm. off of kind of a the path that he took and then you know jerry judy got behind him on that crosser weak hook player has to carry three vertical i said it like a million times on the channel uh yeah. so he got beat there and then uh there's another one and i thought that it was actually pretty funny because remember when i did the diablo breakdown like a couple episodes ago showed him like in a i was like i think it was like a third and short situation mm-hmm. where he kind of like tried to jump these crossers and then he got hit like on the dig right behind his head uh, when he was in Cover One, he was the whole pl- whole player. He was the rap player in Cover One. This week, fourth and two comes around. Right, he doesn't he doesn't try to jump it. He's he has better depth. Drew Lock just you know great great throw from Drew Lock kind of fitted around him. He'll improve. He's like you see like the steps, it's baby steps right now. But you see some improvement even though the result is largely the same. But I'm I'm gonna go through it. I mean, just judging on the Raiders' ability to stop the run today. Yeah, I'm guessing Diablo was a part of that just along with every other seven members of that defensive front, you know. So I'm, I'm sure he had a good game, but I, I have to actually cut on the all 22 to figure it out. All right. Um, all right. Anything else, Markins, before we get out of here, man?
1: Uh, no, nah, man, uh, nothing else. You know, I just, you know, to win, you know, they they, they, they ended up winning the game, you know. I, I do want to say, like, you know, <laughs> I can see these comments. You got to start with the offense versus defense thing. This is football, bro. This is a football team. Like, who cares? I don't care who played better than who. Like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> so, who won the game? <laughs> yeah, Who cares? Yeah. This is the first take. We don't care. <laughs> Good job, just defense. win. Just shout, win. Out, shout, shout out Keyshawn Nixon. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> shout out Keyshawn Nixon. Fan of the show. Fan of
0: the pod. Fan of the pod. Okay. Fan of the podcast,
1: Keyshawn Nixon. So. Um, yeah.
0: all right. Yeah. I'm. Trust me. I have the Keyshawn Nixon ready to go because everyone was telling me I was, I was crazy for saying Keyshawn Nixon should be on the team over at Robertson. I think we've kind of seen who's a better player right now at this point in this, in this scheme, at least, but if yeah. it was probably a man coverage scheme. I think Meek Robertson would play a little better than that. Uh, anyways, so, uh, st- stay on the lookout for that. We're going to do the same thing. Uh, you know, our same kind of format that we've been doing. We took the preview show off, it was the holiday season. Everyone had family over, so we apologize for that radio nation. But we're right back at it, delivering content to everyone. Uh, we appreciate everyone for tuning in. We had a, a high of two hundred and twenty live uh, audience today. That was yeah, that's, yeah. that's I think I think that's our biggest, but it's probably also because we won, right, JD? Because we won, right? So we appreciate <laughs> everyone for tuning in. Make sure you uh, hit up you know Manscape for twenty percent off plus free shipping um but like marcus said holiday times are over you know but you still need to stay fresh all year round so make sure you hit up manscape uh it also helps out the, helps out the show if you hit enter the promo code tdl when you're checking out that's it Raider nation i'll let you all right see ya.